Hey, what's happening everybody? It's Tyler. I uh, just give you a forewarning here that I just did an international travel. I'm in a different country and it just so happens that the country I'm in, there is a festival going on right by my hotel. So if you can hear that in the background, my apologies. It's either do the episode and deal with it or just keep putting it off. So I figured I'd just get it out of the way. Um, so anyways, yeah, I mean, interesting time, uh, traveling international, just dealing with multiple airports, uh, what a pain in the ass, like, some of those timelines are super tight, let me tell you, like, getting to one airport and finding out that the plane landed in a domestic terminal, so we have to basically exit the airport take a shuttle to the international terminal at the new airport and then go through customs and all the security and it was a mess like I was worried some of my bags wouldn't show up because um, I couldn't I couldn't carry on everything uh, so I did have to check a bag but luckily everything made it here but man those timelines are tight you know they only give you like an hour and a half to go from one plane to the next and you got to do all this skip hop and jumping around it's crazy uh, but anyways so what I'm going to try and do with these next few episodes is uh, we're going to discuss tripods right and I've done some episodes in the past about tripods but for this one I want to break it up into a series so we're going to have a few episodes that all deal with the tripod in terms of usage employment setting up the legs, um, different techniques that we've seen that we used to teach that is still being taught in some places, uh, things to stay away from, like all of that. So I want to keep these to short, I don't know, 10 minute episode. I guess we'll see if it actually sticks to 10 minutes. I could just start rambling on about shit. Uh, but anyways, so discussing the tripod, right? We're going to start off with this first series where we discuss the uses legs, height, and setup, okay? So as far as the tripod use goes, your imagination is the limit, right? Now, some of the competitions that you go to, they may limit how you can employ the tripod or they may force you to do it one way or another, and that's fine. That's, that's a challenge at the stage. That's them trying to control certain aspects. But outside of that, when you're not thinking competition-wise, you're thinking you know, sniper employment, law enforcement, military, a hunter, right? You can use that tripod any way you see fit, which means you can shoot from it, which is what we've been doing. You can also use it in different manners, such as supports. It could be a rear support. It could be a seat. You could set your tripod up and put it underneath your ass and sit on it if you had to. Um, and when I say that you can use it as a rear support, I'm talking about having the tripod extended to the proper height so that whatever your rifle is being supported by, the front of your rifle, and in reality, like when we talk about the front of your rifle, I mean the, the forearm, the, the buttstock, or not the buttstock, the, the forend, right? Um, whether it's balanced or not, it really doesn't matter if you have balance in the rifle, if you're using the tripod as a rear support. 
So the front of your rifle supported by something, some solid object. Now the tripod you're using as a rear support. So you are pulling that tripod into your firing side. Your firing hand and arm are going through the center of the tripod between the legs, grabbing your pistol grip or your, your trigger mechanism. And then your non-firing hand is grabbing the buttstock and the tripod leg and using them to lock together. That's where your stability comes from. Now it's important, a small little trick for this use is to get on target, right? Now, the last episode I talked about was being efficient with your movements and economy of motion. So what I want you to do is I want you to put your rifle down on your bag. You're gonna throw that firing arm through the center of that tripod. You're gonna grab your pistol grip and then you're going to get on target. Then, once you got on target, squeeze the tripod and the buttstock together, right? Now, you wanna be able to pull that tripod into the rifle. And the reason that you wanna get on target and then lock the rifle and the tripod together is because you don't wanna have to fight moving the tripod to get on target. So if you lock the buttstock and the tripod leg together early, now once you're on the rifle looking through the scope and you try to get on target, try to move left, try to move right, you're going to be fighting the tripod. So instead, get on target, look through your scope, get your crosshairs where you want them, and then press. Right? Squeeze that rifle and that tripod together and you'll be a lot more efficient, a lot faster if you don't fight the tripod. Right, so that's a use. Again, you could sit on it if you needed to. You can shoot off of it. Right? Using the tripod is up to you and how it best supports your abilities. Now, we have seen, and this is back in the day we used to do this, um, where you have the tripod underneath the buttstock of the rifle. The method I was just talking about is having the tripod extended and you're, you're using one leg to stabilize the rear of the gun. The other method is to have the actual tripod underneath the buttstock. So there's pro and cons to each method. If you use the method where your arm's shooting through the center of the tripod and you're locking the rifle and tripod leg, the pros are it's easy to move. You can transition from up, down, left, right. Like it's easy to move the rifle because you're sliding up and down on that leg. Now the, uh, the, the negatives are that if you let go of your rifle and the tripod, then the rifle doesn't stay locked in, right? There's nothing actually supporting the buttstock of the rifle if your hand is not pinching those two together. Now. How can you get around that? Well, go to Home Depot, you see those uh, large, squeezy, um, quick clamps. You throw one of those on the tripod leg, your rifle sits right on that. Boom, easy day, right? That could be a law enforcement um, hide sight tool, I guess. Like, you need the ability to have your rifle sit in position and maybe you're not on it, maybe you're looking through the binos. Um, so that is a method. Now, as far as the tripod being underneath the buttstock, right? 
This is also a method. You can have your rear bag on top of the tripod, and now your rifle sitting on your rear bag, and it, it will work. The problem is, is that with your rear bag on top of the tripod, you only have so much adjustment by utilizing that rear bag to give you elevation or to take elevation away, right? In extreme, like I need to move the buttstock up this much, you know, whether it's six inches or, or whatever type of shot that you're trying to take, that tripod is going to limit how far down you can go or how high up you can get uh, and still have the support of the tripod, right? So by utilizing that method, you just realize that you're limiting your ability. That's all. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm saying that they both have a, a positive and a negative. So if you can live with the negatives or the positives or vice versa of each one, then you can figure out which method to use. I mean, it's that simple. It's, it's with everything in that we do in life and shooting. There's always a positive and a negative. So you weigh the pros and the cons and you determine what method fits your, your scheme or your scenario better. And then you roll with it, right? So definitely multiple uses. Now, as far as the legs go, when we set the tripod up, we want two legs to the rear, one leg forward. And the reason that we want to do this is even recoil management. Now, you don't want that front leg to lift off the ground during recoil, but shit happens. The position that you get into, the height that you might have to be at, shit happens. So in the event that the rifle recoils and that front leg does come off the ground, by having two legs to the rear, you're allowing that recoil to move back evenly and then set back down in the same spot. So you'll be right back on target after recoil has completed. If you have one leg to the rear, that rifle is gonna move in the path of least resistance. So if the front two legs lift off the ground, you only have one leg to the rear and now wherever the path of least resistance is, that's where that rifle is going to move and then set back down and now you're off target. You're wondering where your shot went. Your follow-up is going to be slower. You might not even see where you missed or you impacted. So two legs to the rear. Now, there is a situation where you would change this. Okay, If you are shooting from a hillside or a rooftop and you're on the forward slope, if you have an angled piece of structure or land behind you, then you can run two legs down in front and one leg to the rear. Now that one leg to the rear is going to jam into that angled rooftop or hillside and it's not the, the front of the tripod is not going to lift off the ground at this point because you're shooting from an angled piece of land or, or structure. So all that recoil is coming straight back into the mountain. So you don't have to worry about the tripod lifting. So what this is gonna do for you is having that one leg to the rear, it's gonna make you able to adjust that one leg faster, quicker, being able to pitch the tripod forward or back, right? And now the other thing is that it will give you something for your elbow to rest on. So you're now, you're building 
rear elbow support into the tripod and you're giving yourself something to rest that elbow on and just increase your stability. The one thing that you do need to watch out for is depending on what you're utilizing for support, which we'll cover in another episode, is are you clamped in, are you using an ARCA connection, are you using a Picatinny rail, are you using your um, game changer or some type of bag, like having that one leg to the rear, how does that affect your magazine? Are you shooting a gas gun? You got a 30 round magazine in there, is that tripod leg going to get in the way? So there might be instances where you have to have that rear tripod leg slightly offset to the right or to the left, depending on what handed shooter you are, so that your magazine will have clearance. But other than that, flat ground or semi-flat ground, you're looking at two legs to the rear, one leg forward. If you're on some type of angled structure, a rooftop, a hillside, and you're sitting on that forward slope, now you're going to have one leg to the rear. It's going to jam into that mountain, to that angled slope, and you're not going to have any tripod lift, and it's going to work flawlessly. I promise you the elbow support will be well worth it. Now, as far as the height goes, okay, I have seen a lot of different ways that this happens. Now, some guys stand too tall, some guys get too low, some guys are in the kneeling too high up, too low, right? We first got to understand your position, okay? We want our position shooting from the tripod, no matter what position that we're in. We want our upper bodies to have a similar forward lean like the prone position. Now, I'm not saying that your upper body is going to be completely flat, right? That would be weird, awkward, and uncomfortable from a standing position or even a kneeling. But I am saying that having your upper body slightly forward is going to allow you to take up that recoil. And therefore, you're not going to have that tripod lift. So that's one thing for you to look out for is if you're in standing position and you notice that the front leg keeps coming off the ground every time you shoot through recoil, you are standing up too straight. You are not having enough ass behind the rifle to manage that recoil. So try dropping it down a little bit so that your body gets a little bit more forward lean. One of the best ways that I've seen, and I still teach this method today, is when you set up your tripod whatever it is that you're using to clamp the rifle to the tripod whether it's a bag it's a hog saddle it's a arco or pick rail attachment whatever that clamping mechanism is you want to put that sternum level right nipple to nipple draw a straight line tripod should be there now once your rifle is on the tripod you'll notice that you have to lean forward slightly to get into this position to look through the rifle okay now as far as feet placement go we do not want our feet too far back because then we have a really crazy forward lean okay what we're trying to do is not push so hard into the tripod that we start messing with the legs or creating a weird recoil pattern and we're not trying to pull the rifle uh, off the tripod either by leaning backwards we want our body to be body neutral okay so with your feet spread maybe shoulder width apart you're bent over at the waist but in order to maintain that body neutral as your upper body leans forward, 
and you're bending at the waist, your ass has got to go out, right? You should be able to hold this position without the rifle. So you lean forward, ass goes out, you're bending at the waist, chest goes forward, and you should be able to hold this position and not need the rifle or the tripod to stay upright, okay? So that would be body neutral. Now there's still things with the rifle that we're going to do to help us manage recoil, but we're trying to minimize how much influence we put into wobble and the tripod setup and all of that stuff, okay? But the height, no matter what position that you're in, standing, kneeling, high kneeling, low kneeling, a seated position, right? You wanna try and run the top of that tripod even with your nipples, right? And then place your rifle and you should be good to go. It's going to force you to practice getting into positions that are gonna have the best success for recoil management, okay? And that's definitely something that we're looking for. As far as the tripod height, right? Now you can play with it and you're gonna have certain circumstances where you might need it to be slightly higher or slightly lower. That's why we practice the high kneeling. That's why we practice the low kneeling. And then we have the standing position. Then we have the seated position. We're not focused on the individual positions themselves. We're practicing each position because they each give us a different height to clear an obstacle. That's the point of the tripod is something is in our way and we cannot see it, right? So we use a tripod to shoot over said object. Now you practice these four positions and you now have the capability to shoot over obstacles up to your standing. So remember that, don't put yourself in a position where you take a shot, you're in a standing position, but you should be in a high kneeling. You would be more stable, you'd be more precise and more accurate taking the shot from a high kneeling, but you chose to go into a standing position and be in this weird prison pose where your body, your upper body is parallel to the ground and your ass is out. Stay away from that. Practice these four positions so that you can always make a decision. Like, okay, this position is too high for the kneeling, I'm gonna go to the standing. Or this position is too high for the low kneeling, I gotta go to the high kneeling, right? And with that being said, okay, the last part about this is setup and building the tripod to the position you want to be in. I can't stress that enough. And when I was teaching the Marines, this was something that I had to frequently talk about. Build the tripod to the position you want to be in. So in order for you to do that, right, I know that there's a lot of guys out there that they mark their tripod legs like, oh, this is where my tripod leg needs to be if I'm gonna shoot from the standing. Like, great fucking job. I'm glad that you have it marked on your tripod. And I hope that you get to shoot off a perfectly flat firing line whenever you have to take the shot. For the rest of us who don't know where we're gonna be taking shots, we are going to de deploy our tripod legs from the position we want to be in. That is how we should be building our tripods, right? So let's say, for example, 
I have this obstacle in front of me. I want to shoot over the top of it. I get down into a kneeling position. My low kneeling, it's too low. Roger that. I get up into my high kneeling. My high kneeling is still providing me with bone support and my ability to relax, have my non-firing knee down on the ground, but even with my hips so my thigh muscles are not engaged, it's all bone structure, and I can see over that obstacle. So now I know that that is a position that I want to be in in order to shoot over this obstacle. So now I take my tripod, and all my legs are collapsed right now. I'm gonna open all three legs, and I'm gonna hold one leg, and I'm gonna open those legs and drop them to the ground. The reason I'm doing this is I wanna get one leg set to the height that it needs to be. So again, following that rule where I'm gonna have the top of the tripod, even with my sternum and my nipples, I'm holding that tripod out, I'm looking over the top of the tripod, I'm lining it up with my chest, and I'm using one leg to get my height set. Once I get that one leg down, all three other legs, all I gotta do is twist, loosen those legs, let them drop to the ground. As Soon as they make contact, make sure the top of my tripod's even, lock those legs down. And then go to the last leg, do the same thing. Loosen, let the legs fall out. When they hit the ground, tighten them up, make sure the top of the tripod's even, and I'm ready to go. The benefit to this is that I am capable of deploying my tripod in any climate, any position, any type of terrain. It doesn't matter. It could be a blown out wall. It could be a hillside. It could be anything. It's not going to affect me. And I'm also not wasting time by opening my tripod up to certain hash marks that are written or taped onto my tripod legs and then having to go back and readjust them. I'm building the tripod around the position that I want to be in. And I'm making a conscious effort to be in a position that is as fundamentally sound as I can make it to take that shot. So, this is the first series about the tripod, uses, setup, things to look out for, okay? But try that last method. Try building the tripod around the position that you want to be in. You should be comfortable when you're shooting from the tripod. It's not an immovable barricade. It's not a forced height object that you have to shoot from. You get to dictate the height and the position that you want to shoot from. So why would you pick something that's garbage or trash? So build the tripod around the position you want to be in and deploy one leg at a time so that you're being efficient and you're setting up the tripod the way that you want it to be. A lot of the times if you set up all three legs too fast and too early without actually getting this tripod set up then you put the tripod down and you get lazy you're like fuck it I don't have enough time I just want to take the shot you end up taking a shot from a position that you're really not comfortable in right so practice these methods think about your tripod employment and I'll get that next episode out for the tripod series pretty soon I hope the background noise wasn't too much while I'm in this crazy place. It's just wild here. But a couple days, I'll get another episode out. I hope to see you guys at the range. Hope to see you guys making some videos, posting some stuff up, and showing them tripod skills. Until next time, this is Tyler, and I'll catch you later.